Welcome to the Tortoise Quick Take Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today, a senior member of Tortoise provides a timely update on trending topics in the market. Hello, I'm James Mick, Managing Director and Portfolio Manager with Tortoise Capital Advisors. Fall is truly a glorious time of the year if you are a sports fan. College and pro football kicks off, baseball begins the march to the playoffs, and basketball is just around the corner. Additionally, the fall TV season gets underway, and if you were a child of the 80s and 90s, you'll be happy to know that MacGyver is making his return to the small screen, duct tape in hand, ready to save the world. And not to be outdone, Lethal Weapon moves from the big screen to television, as it's clear Hollywood is pretty much out of all original ideas. Of course, the election with Trump and Clinton will likely provide the best reality television in quite some time. Now that I've planned out your fall viewing schedule, let's get an update on the energy markets. From a performance perspective, risk-off dominated the past week. On the commodity front, crude oil was down over 6% as OPEC countries drove the headlines. While natural gas was strong, up 5.4% for the week, on hotter-than-anticipated weather. Shifting to equities, the broader S&P Energy Select Sector Index finished lower, dropping 2.9%. Exploration and production companies, as measured by the Tortoise North American Oil and Gas Producers Index, struggled as well down 4.8%. And finally, MLPs fell as the Tortoise MLP index finished down 3.7%. Last week was not nearly as exciting as the week before in terms of big transactions, but we did have a few noteworthy items to discuss. To begin, crude oil stocks actually had another draw this week, which is meaningful because the week before was a 14 million barrel decline, primarily driven by Gulf weather threats and associated production being shut in. We fully expected a surge in imports to drive a large build, but it didn't happen. While it could still take place, the fact it didn't last week is a positive for U.S. supply. Not so positive for crude oil prices was continued rhetoric regarding a potential restart of various export facilities in Libya as well as Nigeria. Pundits have surmised the potential for upwards of an incremental 700 to 900,000 barrels per day of supply. While the likelihood of that seems a bit hard to believe, it is possible and would certainly put stress on the crude markets. Closer to home, the Colonial Pipeline, which takes refined products such as gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel from the Gulf Coast to the Northeast, had a 6,000-barrel leak in Alabama. The spill was contained to a remote area of the state and mostly within a mining retention pond. But the shutdown of one portion of the pipeline will likely cause significant deliverability issues to those states impacted. The 5,500-mile pipeline delivers over 2 million barrels per day of product across 13 states, making it one of the largest and most strategic pipelines in America, in our view. From a regulatory perspective, the Dakota Access Pipeline, currently owned by Energy Transfer Partners, Sunoco Logistics, and Phillips 66, had a strange week. On Friday, a federal ruling allowed construction to continue. However, that evening, three government agencies stepped in and halted construction on a specific portion in South Dakota until a further evaluation could be conducted. This was a surprising turn of events and, in the view of some legal experts, unprecedented. Ultimately, it means that a small portion of the pipeline is delayed and may need to be rerouted. We fully expect the pipeline to still be placed in service at some point, but it is unclear when that will be and what path it will take. It's likely the delay adds incremental cost to the construction, but at this point we don't feel it will be material to the overall economics. We continue to wait with anticipation the outcome of this event. On a more positive note, the MLP space saw its first midstream IPO in five quarters and its first IPO of any kind in just over a year. 
Noble Midstream Partners priced on Wednesday night for Thursday trading. The MLP, ticker NBLX, has a large investment-grade parent company with a $14 billion market cap and over 400,000 barrels of oil equivalent per day of production. Initial assets for the MLP include both DJ Basin and Permian Basin gathering pipelines. Per management, the company intends to grow through both increasing volumes on existing systems, as well as drop-downs of assets at the parent company to the midstream entity. While this is just one IPO, we view it favorably and hope that it continues to thaw the equity capital markets. That will do it for today. Have a great week, and we look forward to speaking with you again soon. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned for our next cast. Have topics you want covered or other feedback to share? Write us at info at Nothing contained in this communication constitutes tax, legal, or investment advice. Investors must consult their tax advisor or legal counsel for advice and information concerning their particular situation. This podcast contains certain statements that may include forward-looking statements. All statements other than statements of historical fact included herein are forward-looking statements. Although Tortoise Capital Advisors believes that the expectations reflected in these forward-looking statements are reasonable, they do involve assumptions, risks, and uncertainties, and these expectations may prove to be incorrect. Actual events could differ materially from those anticipated in these forward-looking statements as a result of a variety of factors. You should not place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements. This podcast reflects our views and opinions as of the date herein, which are subject to change at any time based on market and other conditions. We disclaim any responsibility to update these views. These views should not be relied on as investment advice or an indication of trading intent.